Please join me tonight in the book of John, John chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 1 through 5 tonight. John chapter 1 and verse number 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Verse number 4, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And verse number 5, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The very first thing that we see in these uh, few past these few verses is the fact that or the statement in the beginning that short phrase those three little words beg a question in the beginning of what to find that answer we must go back to Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1 Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now that's a simple thought, but in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In that very simple statement, there's no argument and no hesitation. Just a statement of fact that God created the heaven and the earth. This takes away all arguments and guesswork about how the world began. An omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent God created it. Well, who was there? Obviously, God was there. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were all present at the creation of the world. In Genesis 1, verse 26, the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. In Genesis 1, 27, the Bible says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. God created man in his image, a tripart being consisting of a body, soul, and a spirit. Just like God is a tripart being consisting of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Back in John chapter 1, and verse number 1, we see that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. If you have a King James Bible, you'll see that that word, Word, is capitalized. Now, there are a few reasons for this. In the English language, we capitalize words because we follow certain rules. The first rule is you capitalize the first word in a sentence. The second one, you capitalize proper nouns and names. The third, you capitalize the majority of words in a title of a book or a song. The fourth, you capitalize events and periods of time. The fifth, you capitalize I as a pronoun. The sixth, you capitalize locations and direct addresses. The seventh, you capitalize family relationships. The eighth, you capitalize months 
days, and holidays. And the ninth, you capitalize trademark names. So with these rules, we would understand that the word word is not the beginning of the sentence. It doesn't fit into any of the other categories except that it is a proper noun or a name. The word is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name of the Son of God. The word was with God, as we have seen in John chapter 1. The word was with God in the beginning of creation. So he could only be one of two beings, either the Son of God or the Holy Ghost. The Word of God is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In John chapter 1, verse 14, the Bible says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Not only is the Word the proper name for the Son of God, but the Word is God. Continuing in John chapter 1, the Word was with God and the Word was God because the Word is God and the Word is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and Jesus is God. The only being that could possibly pay the penalty and live up to the expectation of God's standards is God and is Jesus Christ. In John fourteen six, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The next thing we see in John chapter 1 is that all things that were made were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. All is all that all means. Everything that exists was made by God. All new baby animals, plants, and people are still being made by God. Moving on, we see that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. In Christ is life, both physical, earthly, and spiritual, eternal. Genesis 2.7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. This living soul that was given to Adam is what died when Adam sinned. This is the, the death that God spoke of in Genesis 2.17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. From this point on, the soul of every human, every new human, was born dead with a great need of life. That life is only found in Jesus Christ. That life is only found in the salvation that was offered by Christ on Calvary. Verse number four continues and says, And the life was the light of men. 
the life that is in Jesus Christ is the light of men. In Genesis 1-3, God created the light and the darkness, and God separated the light from the darkness. In verses 14 through 16, God created the sun and the moon to be those great lights and rule over the heavens. These are a picture, even in Genesis 1, of the Son of God and His bride, the church. Just as the moon only reflects the light of the sun, we as believers are to be a reflection of the Son of God, our Savior. We have no light in ourselves without Christ. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 7.18 says, For I know that in me, that's in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Paul is speaking of himself, but it applies to us all. There is nothing good in any of us. It is only through the life that is given by Christ, the eternal life, the salvation that was offered on Calvary with his death, his burial, and his resurrection three days, three days later, and faith in that and that alone, that we have eternal life, that we can be a light that shines to all men. There are only two possible destinations for your eternal soul, heaven or hell. We were born with a sinful, wicked nature that cannot enter into heaven, so our default destination is hell. The only way to change that destination is by putting your faith in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross, and that only. I pray that you've done that today. Thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.